Hello. Hello. Hello, George. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Hello, everybody. All those millions of listeners. Yep. This is Beneath the Bricks. Cue theme tune. <laughs> That's awful. We'll edit that bit out. Um, so, yeah, this is, um, we'll call it a pilot of something we're thinking about doing on a regular basis, but with less roadworks in the background yeah, yeah. and maybe some better equipment. Yeah. And um, in the bar. Well, no, I quite like the fact that it's in the bar. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, and we're going to do it to talk about what's coming up. Theatre, meet some people, meet some of our uh, lovely patrons, and um, ask the important questions. Yes. Like news night. Oh, can you hear that lorry going past? That's not us dying. That's a lorry. Um, so, yeah, this is episode one. We're not sure how often we're going to do it. Nope. Once, once a month, maybe yep. once every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. George doesn't say anything about from yep. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm <laughs> um, letting you introduce this thing that we decided on doing last night. Last night. Well, we actually got made to do it by Stacey. Yeah. Thanks, Stacey. Here yeah. we are. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's going to be a series of 20 um, minute sort of podcasts. I hate that word. Everyone's doing podcasts, podcasts aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Let's call it someone else. Well, it is a podcast. Is it? Yeah. Damn it. Conversations. Conversations around the microphone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're making it 20 minutes. Why 20 minutes, George? Because 20 is plenty. Why have you said that? It doesn't rhyme. Well, well, you know, (laughs) 20 is plenty. 20 is plenty does rhyme. And 20 is plenty is quite catchy, which is apparently a road sign as well. It is, yeah. If any of the listeners has watched Limmy's show, there's a brilliant sketch on it. Simon hasn't. I have not. Um, So he thought it was my original joke, which... And didn't laugh really, did you? Well, that's because it's not funny. It's quite hilarious. It's not funny. Um, so yeah, 20 minutes of us talking about all things theatre. But not like, not like, oh, should we make it X-rated? It's not wanky. Mm. Um, like, we're not here to do that. I've got no time for that. Nor does anyone who's listening to this. Um, we're just going to talk about stuff that might help people. Yep. Have a bit of a natter. I don't know who's coming on. I mean, you're my first guest, George. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell it's me, George. Honor. Tell me about yourself. What do you do? So, um, I'm an actor um, and a musician and also now a theatre person, theatre technician. theatre person? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> technical name. Technical name is theatre person. I don't really know what I am. No. I mean, everyone who works there doesn't really know what they do. We've all got about 18 jobs. Yes. Uh, but you've sort of taken over as tech manager? Yeah, I think that's, that's um, fair. No. I think we'd say the theatre is his baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in the theatre? I move steel deck, yep. um, mostly. No, uh, lighting, really, lighting. Hang on, I'm just going to... You don't move steel deck at all. You're always off on the steel deck moving days. Well, no, not true. Not I move true it all. I move it all by myself. <laughs> it's quite impressive, though. You can get it up, you know. Sorry? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and you do the lighting as well. Yes, yes. So rigging and lighting designing and operating. There's um, not um, we found there's not a lot of operators in Manchester, right? No, yeah, no. They sort of all get snapped up by 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 the posh ones, by the posh theatres. Posh ones. We can't say that. Let's discriminate. But it's true. So yeah, we had we started out with Osh. Yep. Osh and Griffiths, legend. Um, and he is now in the West End. Yes. Although he's in Manchester at the moment now. Is he? He's, yeah, he was in Dirty Nancy, was it? Oh, sure, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah. Um, and then we had Tom Sutcliffe, mm-hmm. who is now the Royal Exchange. And mm-hmm. uh, now we've got you. But what we've actually done in your contract is meant we've put a thing that says you can't ever leave. Yeah, no, that's fine. I don't really want to. But it's been good. I think you've learned quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been great. It's been a real... Um, makes you appreciate it more. I didn't really... You don't really appreciate it until you do it, I don't think. Appreciate it from an actor's point of view as well now. Um, yeah, just that the good lighting just makes 
anything better. Yeah, I'm bang on about it all the time, don't I? Like, backlight. If you light anything here without backlight, I'll mm. basically turn all the lights off and tell you to go home. Yeah, yeah. Um, just depth. That's a bit of depth. Yeah. I've always said lighting and sound is an extra carrot, and we've just had um, Craving, yes. which was an absolute class example of that. Yes. The lighting in, um, in Crave uh, was just phenomenal, yeah. and the Dylan sound as well. Dylan. Oh, now you've done it. You've said his name. We don't know his surname. Dylan, the legend of yes, lighting. Yes, he was. His light design was beautiful, and um, and, and, it, and and sort of three-dimensional. Yeah, not flat light. Flat light is um is what does my knackers in really. Mm, Just mm. front lit, bright, yeah. everything at one hundred. Yes, no, um, we don't we don't like that. And I think I think um that comes with confidence. Also comes with confidence from a director to the actors that they can. That you know that that you don't mind that you can only see the side of their face sometimes because sometimes yeah you, you know you act with your whole body I suppose well, also but Crave Crave did blackout yeah Crave did some yeah, brilliant yeah. stuff in blackout so yeah. all you could hear was their voices yeah which was a proper extra sensory kind of vibe it was. Um, it was it was great it was definitely the the best lit thing here and it's changed what we do in the theatre really hasn't it yes yep we, we uh, move the flats and move the flats and they're not going back. Well, so help us. They, they can. If you want to hire, they can go back. Don't panic. No, they just look beautiful. We we realise that the I mean the biggest character we have about this place is the is the arch. Mm. So the more that we can show that off at its bare bones, the better. Really, um, yeah, it just looked. It looked stunning, didn't it? Yeah. Light up, light in those bricks. If anyone saw it, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. If you didn't see it, why not? Damn. Um, so yeah, that's um, you've sort of upskilled a little bit there, haven't you? Very much so. Which is kind of so. we kind of want to do that. Kelsey's on that bus as well a little bit yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Meg's taking up a little bit of social media. Hell yeah. Sean's got some great stuff coming up. You know, Sean's yeah. got um, a little bit of a blog. He's thinking about writing. Oh great. Um, Ify, wonderful. If he's doing some uh, Mailchimp mailouts now yeah, to yeah. our people, keep everyone in touch. What's going on? So it's good. It's it's, it's kind of. Um, a bit socialist, aren't which we? Which is, you know, which oh. is all good for me. Are we allowed to say that? Socialist? Socialist. Socialist theatre. And now, word from our sponsors. That's nice. Uh, yeah, so um, George and Simon have just gone. This is meta, isn't it? George and Simon have just gone for a coffee because someone came in. Um, and now to tell you how you can support 53.2. As you know, we're a registered charity. Um, we try and do a lot of work in the community. A lot of what we're doing at the moment is at Manchester Hospital School, which is great. The brilliant Beth is working down there, doing loads of great work down there. Um, you can give us a quid a week, which is the best way to support us. It feels like it's not a lot, but you can give us a quid a week. All you need to do is head over to 532.com forward slash quid. It's really easy. You can do it via Apple Pay. It'll take you 10 seconds. 532.com forward slash quid. Or if you want to be a part of the Arches, you can sponsor a brick. Lovely little Perspex plate going over our bricks. We've had a few already. David Chris Coles, he's currently sat next to us, which is nice. Thanks, David. Uh, You can find out how to sponsor a brick at 532.com forward slash bricks. And that'll be with us forever. You can have your own personal sort of slogan on there. 532.com forward slash bricks. The funnier the better. As long as it's not offensive. True. Yeah. That's how you can support us. Or for more info, go to 532.com forward slash donate. Um, if you've got 200 grand, bang in. Get in yeah, touch. Let's have that. Bargain. Thank you from our sponsors. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, welcome back to Beneath the Bricks, working title. Mm-hmm. Uh, just had a little interlude there because... Um, 
Alex came to say hello. She did. With baby Caleb. Baba. And George held the baba and looked about as comfortable as a man holding a bomb. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it sort of is like a bomb, isn't it? It could go off. It could go off at any time. Uh, Either end. (laughs) Also, we took the opportunity to um, have a lovely cup of coffee. Mm. Did we mention we have a new coffee supplier? Shout out to Worker Bee Manchester. They are our ethical coffee supplier. And they are triple certified, I believe. The, one, the beans we have are triple certified, fair trade, all that, what they call Wellington Mill. Yeah, sounds about right. That's no, good. No, Charlotte um, Charlotte came in yesterday. Shout out to Charlotte. She came in to train us. And now we're all barista trained. We are, well, yeah, we're all silver barista trained. Silver, is that what it says? Yeah, I don't know what we have to do to be gold. Uh, maybe you have to make more than blobs on top of coffee. Yeah, that said, even if we do make blobs, the coffee's very nice. It is, it's gorgeous. So welcome back after, yeah, a word from our sponsors. Hope you like that. That was a great advert. Um... Anyway, George, George, uh, we did we did go to Twitter and Instagram. We did to uh, ask if anyone had any questions about theatre, mm-hmm. about producing theatre. Um, I'm gonna have a quick check now. Here I am. Drum roll. Just have one question. Oh, I've got a question from the public, and this is: What inspired the name Fifty Three Two? Good question, actually. Good question. A lot of people ask that question. I didn't um, know this for a while after I started working here. Uh, well, that's because you pay no attention. Um, that question was from our brilliant Julia. She's a lovely patron. Dance of the Red Shoes. Give her a follow on Instagram. Works a lot with Triforce, which is good. With who? Triforce. Triforce. They used to run a monologue slam. Oh, I thought you said trifles. Well, she might work a lot with trifles. Lovely uh, sponge. The, why, why is it called 532? Well, the real reason is because in the old venue, just before we were about to get the keys, I was stood outside the office with a brilliant document about how much we were going to do. Yes. And then I realised that we didn't have a name. Uh, so I googled Manchester, and the first thing to come up with the coordinates of Manchester, which are 53 point something something something, yeah, yeah. two point something something. And 53.2 was born. Of course, wow. in the old space, we had 53, which was the studio, and 2, which was the main house. Yeah. But that never actually stuck. No. We no. just had 53.2 and the pod, thanks to Dave. I remember, I remember seeing a, in the new space, seeing, seeing a, uh, an old banner, and it being the 53.2, two spaces. I think it, well, that banner still works. Does it? It says one, uh, one venue, two spaces, limitless possibilities. We which kind of spaces, I suppose, because the bar and then the theatre. Yeah, so I'd like to say we planned that, but we didn't. But yeah, 53.2 are the coordinates of Manchester. Um, and um, that's where the name came from. Yep. Not a lot of people know that. Now the millions of people who listen to this podcast will know. Well, there we go. There we go. And we'll know exactly where we are. Because 53.2 is just the whole of Manchester, isn't it? Well, it's quite quite big, actually. The globe's pretty big. Yeah, it goes to Wigan and and all that, doesn't it? The globe? No, (laughs) 53.2. I think so. I don't know. But the other numbers make it Manchester. Yes. Um, But that would have been very long. Yeah, it's not a name. That's not very catchy. No. So, yeah, that was the only question from Instagram and Twitter. Obviously, when this becomes, like, number one podcast in the world, we'll be getting questions from further than Wigan. Fan fan mail as well. And fan mail from prisons, that sounds like. I don't know, yeah. yeah. But in absence of uh, questions from Instagram, George, do you have a question? I do have a question for you, Simon Naylor. And my question is, what excites you now in 2023 about theatre? That's a very good question, isn't it? Yeah. What excites me now about theatre? I think, um, I think what has excited me about theatre has been the same all along. But I think the older I get, I'm an old man now. 
I think I allow myself to be excited by it and have an opinion. I remember when I was at drama school and I was, I was uh, after drama school, I spent 10 years teaching. Mm-hmm. And I used to spend a lot of time worrying about what other people would think about the work that I'd done. Yeah. And so I found out, I realized that I was probably not doing things that excited me. I was doing things that I thought were right. And I feel like that's a lot of a problem sometimes with theater when directors are new, that they do things that they think are right. Yes. Now that can be experimental. They can go, oh, I'm going to do the show in the round. And then you go, why? And they go, oh, I don't know. Because it's in the round. Yeah, because yeah. they want it in the round. Or they do very safe stuff. And for instance, if you get a script where there's eight different locations, yes. of we will bring a desk in for one, a chair for another, like blah, blah, blah. When actually, I think what excites me is the use of imagination, um, a, a freedom for directors to explore outside of realism and trust in the audience to make some of the decisions that um, are in the script that you don't necessarily need to sort of mm. paint for them. I mean, Crave, we talked about Crave, it's just been on four actors in four completely different worlds. Maybe those worlds collided. We'll have to ask Chris about that. Um, but nothing else, four chairs. Nope. And, and, you know, it, it works. I feel like um, I feel like imagination is there. We've got some great shows coming up. We're talking at the moment with uh, the brilliant Winnie about a show at Christmas. Mm. And um, I think I realised that children's theatre is more exciting than theatre for grown-ups because children's theatre allows us to use our imagination and it's not literal necessarily no I mean you went to see this as well didn't you Ocean at the End of the Lane yes Maya wow that used a massive amount of imagination and literal with a huge budget well yeah, um, well, yeah. I can't wait for the day Magic. we have a uh, spoiler giant spider but yeah I love I love imagination I love um, I love being able to do to get a script and think of a concept and when I read a script, I like to think of the set, I think of the lighting, and I know it's what I want rather than what other people want, which is quite selfish. I suppose so. But um, that, that excites me, and that excites me about seeing other people's work as well, when they've gone, I'm going to do this because it's my idea, not just because I feel like it should be done. Yeah. That was a long answer, wasn't it? It's good, though. Mm. Good Maybe answer. we'll cut it down. Maybe we will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, very good. Now... Um, I'm currently, I'll tell you what else excites me about telly now, I'm currently watching Ted Lasso about 800 years behind everybody else. Yes, I've not seen it yet. Have you not? All my friends, yeah, all my I mean, friends have been watching it at the same time. Yeah, it. no spoilers, it's brilliant. And uh, a lot of people go, I don't, I won't like it, it's about football. It's not about football. No. Football is a, a sort of side product of it. If you like great telly, watch it. I mean, Paris said the other day, she said she goes to bed happy, having oh. watched it. I think that's really good. Yes. Despite the fact that it makes you cry every episode. Yeah, well, yeah. But it, you go to bed happy. Or you, you have lunch happy, depending mm-hmm. on when you watch the episode. Mm-hmm. It's great television. Um, I think you should watch it. But Ted, in it, he's a football manager. That's not a spoiler. He gives motivational speak, uh, speeches and or little uh, tidbits of wisdom. So, as part of Beneath the Bricks, we're going to ask you, or whoever's with us, to do a TED talk. But not as you know it. <laughs> It's a Ted Lasso talk. Uh, see what I've done there? Ted talk. Very good. So what, George, drum roll please, okay. is your Ted talk for the nation? Because let's face it, the nation is no, listening. They are listening. So here's my address to the nation. Um, this is something that Simon Stevens said. Oh, good. Yes. And it's, it, it's cut. he says, read like a thief. But I think you can also watch and, you know, read and watch, watch theatre, watch films and like a thief if you're creatively inclined because and just 
like stealing the best things mm. about of everything you read or watch or I found that quite and because all the best stuff is stolen so I think it is isn't it it is stolen a lot of people forget that yeah I mean, if you go back to every single comedy, what's one of the most f uh, uh, outstanding comedies of the last 10 years? Maybe not, but a lot of people will argue with that, don't at me. Uh, but um, One Man, Two Governors. Yes. Everyone went mental for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Commedia dell'arte, yeah, which yeah. is 100 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. All of those ideas about the master and the servant, um, all of Commedia dell'arte, all of then Laurel and Hardy, yeah. all of that slapstick stuff coming up, bottom with Rick mm. Mayo. Mm. It's Commedia dell'arte. Mm. All the best stuff is stolen. Yeah. And then if you're on theatre as well, we were talking about lighting before. Well, yeah. Stealing, man. Steal, yeah, steal. And, and like, I think as well, it, it also makes you ask, so there's some things that make you feel a certain way and some, the way things, especially and as an actor as well, the way people deliver things and, and like a real, really bold choices for stuff. And it's, and but you don't, there's no linear response of being like, that's how, that made me feel like this because of this. But if you if you can go, oh that that was different. Why? Why did that make me feel? Because it's so such a personal experience with lighting and acting and all of that that it's like asking you the question, what is it that what is it about it that made you feel like that? And mm. then maybe trying to somehow bottle that and use it in your own work, whether that be as an actor, director. Do you reckon? Do you reckon that how, why it made you feel like that? Do you reckon you can quantify that in a word? Because I feel like when I come out of theatre, I, I often go, I don't know what it was, but it moved me. I was yes. moved. Yes. Is that what you're saying? I think so. And, it, and, then, and then especially, yeah, it's, I find it really interesting when you, when you can't put into words how, you, how, how it made you feel or what part made you feel this. Or, but it's maybe trying to find the thing that made you feel like that mm. or just accept that it's it, just the text or the writing or the, mm. you know, and especially, yeah, and we keep coming back to Crave, but but that, that writing is so not linear and so not, and I think it's the most out there thing we've had in, in yeah. these arches. Easily. Um, we used to, we do a lot of sort of kitchen sinky stuff, really, you know. And, and yeah, people talking, and that's yeah. my fault. I love people talking. Well, to well me too, well, me too. But Whereas with the kitchen sink thing of people talking, like, you know, if... If someone's if you're talking about someone dying or someone being anorexic mm. or, or something like that, stuff you know, just to name a few very cheery sad, subjects, sad yeah, things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you can come out. You can come out and go, "That is what moved me because I had an experience of this, this, and this, and this," or just it moved you because it's sad. But if something that's not quite as linear, you, you don't have an answer for that. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of people came out of Crave, didn't they? And they were like, I feel moved, I feel rocked to the core. Yeah. I think Karen, Karen Enthorn said she felt rocked to the core and she didn't really know why. No, she, yeah. That's the, Karen has such a way with words and she just, so oh, everyone, fuck, she, fuck, she just I fucking was, rocked yeah. to the core, fucking when hell. Learned, she just kept going, fucking horrific. How did you enjoy it? It was like, no, fucking no, it's fucking horrific. Which it is, I mean, but, but. She was moved. She, yeah, but that's, that's by no means not the highest form no. of praise you can get for a, for a surrogate play. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's, it's funny, it doesn't have to be like that as well. Like, yeah, it did move people. But um, one of the best productions and the best plays I've ever seen, it might not be the best writing, I don't know, I'm not a writer, is Come From Away, mm. the musical. Mm. And I was moved by that 20 minutes into it. I've only given three standard ovations in my life. Wow. 20 minutes in, I knew that one was getting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen an ensemble performance like it. I, the, the, I keep talking about they breathed together they moved as yeah. one 
And the story isn't sad. The story's about coming together of a community. There are sad elements, of course, but it was joyous, but I couldn't speak after it. Wow. Like, I was moved. Yeah. And you can't get further away from Sarah Kane, really, because no. that is linear, and it does no. involve music and singing. No. Um, but yeah, I, I think, going back to your previous question, what excites me? Things that move me. Yes. Well, totally, totally agree with that. If you, That's the point of going to the theatre, I mm. feel, is to be moved. And we, I think I'm borrowing that off you. I think we talked about that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and and then the, that Christmas show we, that we had in Just Christmas Gone, that opening Realms number, of Glory, yeah. That opening number in Realms of Glory that and the dress run. I remember you, you after five minutes of that, thinking in your you said you thought in your head, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It was seen. stunning, absolutely stunning. Um, I mean, that, that musical theatre, again, it's not for everyone, is it? No. It's certainly not for me. I don't no. mind saying that, and if anyone knows me, they'll know I've said that before. Um, but I was moved by that opening number. Like, it was technically perfect. As perfect as we're going to get in here, I think. We are limited, obviously. Yeah. We're an arch. If anyone's got £200,000, we'd like it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, absolutely. I think there's many different ways of being moved. The worst thing in the world, not being moved. Yeah. And if we're talking about Karen Enthorn, she'll tell you why you don't get moved. And I think it's because there's no truth. Yes. It, oh, there goes a, a tank past yes, the arches. Yes. Um, Stopping in for a coffee, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I need uh, coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I'm not moved, I ain't interested. Yeah. And I can be moved in many different ways. Yeah, That's but not I'm, about being sad either. No. Or, te- or technically about the performances or the acting. It can be anything. It can be anything. Mm. It usually comes from, from truthful performances, but. You know, everything else helps. But then you've got truthful performance that's supported with lights and sound. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Crave, the underscore for Crave. It didn't stop all the way through. It's like when you go to, I watched um, Casino Royale at Bridgewater Hall and they did the live orchestra. Yeah. And they started playing and I cried. Yes. Well, yeah. Just, it just stunning. Yeah. Like that moved me. Yeah. Did Casino Royale move me? Not really. No. Well, I mean, I was excited by it actually. That's a lie. It's I was excited. James Bond. Um, but yeah, watching a live orchestra, Woo. Mm. stunning. That was good, good TED talk. That was good TED talk. Um, and you know what? That's 20 minutes. And you know what we say? 20 is plenty. But that doesn't rhyme though. That's so we say, sorry, 20 is plenty. It does rhyme. That does rhyme. Well, thank you for being my first guest. I'm not even sure if I'm the host. Don't know what this is yet. I think you probably are the host. Right, we're just sort of uh, mixing it up beneath the bricks. Yep. And um, we'll get this out there and see if anyone likes it. And if well, you don't, yeah. if you don't like it, don't tell us. No. Well, maybe do tell us. But, but like gently though, quietly. Yeah. Like, oh, it was all right, that. Yeah. Come in for it and buy a coffee. New coffee. And then buy the new coffee and then tell us. Yeah. Should we Should we do a couple of Paris notes before we leave? Uh, yeah, why not? Let's do some Paris notices. So, uh, should we do them one at a time? Do you want to take one? I'll take uh, one. Yeah. You take the first one. Go. So, and cue Paris notice music. So, uh, we have the quiz night, our monthly quiz night. Uh, the last one of the season before the summer break on the 26th of June. Come to that. It's always a good. There's always spot prizes. There's. Uh, it's always a. It's always good crack. The um, bar never win because we're awful and we have. Well, that's stupid. And yeah, I, yeah. I count myself in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we we came criminally last. And also, if you do come last, um, you win a packet of crisps. You do. So you see, even losers winning. So yeah, too. yeah. Whenever I'm in, I I always get fed after the sh- after the quiz <laughs> because I always come last. Good. That was a long parish noise for the quiz night, but it's great. It is good. Next up, we got Pianoki on the 29th of June. Does what it says on the tin. Uh, Richie plays the keys. Beth will introduce you. Get up, do some karaoke with a piano. Even if you don't sing, there's a cajon, there's a tambourine, there's a shaker, there's some sticks to bang, and um, it's just a good night all around. 29th of June, Pianoki. And then after that, oh, before that, before that. Oh, oh yeah, we've gone the, the wrong way, though. Yeah, we? oh, sorry. On the 12th of June, we have the Diddy Disco. 
for, yeah. the, for the two year party we had a silent disco I wasn't there but it apparently was absolutely incredible and we're now doing it but for children and no, no it's not silent oh it's probably not be, probably be quite loud it's just oh, a disco for diddies under fives yes um, yeah if, you, if you're under five come along you can bring your parents too <laughs> if you like yeah just, um, just come on your own on the bus yeah get the metro just just a, it's probably a health and safety warning yeah, that's, do that's that not a joke I mean that is a joke don't sorry it is a joke yeah don't don't come on your own um, then we've got have a break have a Kit Kat on the 14th of June which uh, we were having a talk before are they allowed to use that oh, well they have done yeah and it's on the posters nothing so. there's no such thing as bad press though so if this Nestle want to sue them imagine the tickets they'd sell that's from Switch our associate artist at the moment have a break have a Kit Kat 14th of June uh, then we have Mixology on the 29th of June. It's back. Mixology is back. Um, and that is, what's the slogan of Mixology? Um, uh, share a, uh, have a beer, share an idea. Not there share a beer, share, share a, a beer. beer <laughs> you, you can share a beer if you want. Uh, have a beer, share an idea. So you just, you just um, shout about what you're just doing. do that, yeah. We've yeah. had people come who were new to Manchester just going, hello, anyone to get involved in a project? We've had film directors who want to share stuff. We've had theatre directors. We've had voiceover people just getting on a mic and going, all right, guys, dead relaxed and saying, this is what I'm doing. I'm looking for these people. It's cool, man. It's good. And from the first, from the first lot of them, we're starting to see the projects that they... It's happening, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. It's really lovely to see. Um, so, yeah, come along to Mixology, 29th of June. Yeah. I think that's us. It is us. That's us done. And um, we are slightly longer than 20, so it turns out 20 is not plenty. No, 20 is not plenty. We'll speed it up, maybe, in Paris. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, hopefully, there'll be more of these. Hell yeah. What, what's our sign-off? We need a sign-off. Uh, Over and out. Over and out from 532HQ. Oh, that, we can make it rhyme. Hang on, and that's all that licks from beneath the bricks. <laughs> that's all we. Yeah, good. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yep. See you next time. Bye. Namaste.